Welcome back to Two C's with a pod. It is still me and my mom, Kara, Andy's wife. Andy and Matt decided they were going to continue being lazy bums. Sorry that they're being lazy people. Uh, But you get to keep hearing about mom and I's amazing trip to Europe. We're going to be picking up up on day seven, uh, which was in Florence. Hope you enjoy. Okay, the next day. Guess what we did first? Um, Bus ride. Oh, yeah. Well, they don't care about the bus ride. Why are you talking about that like anybody cares? I don't know. No one (laughs) talks about the pain and suffering you go through. You just talk about the outcome and how great things are. Okay, Okay? fine. But here's the thing. I don't really remember it. Did we go to the places when we arrived there? Did we? Was was that the day we did the fresco? Yes, it was. Okay, so I think the first thing we did when we got there was we went to this little fresco art workshop, which is pretty cool. You want to talk about it? Uh, Yeah, so fresco is this like concrete-like material that you paint on while it is still wet so that the color dries with it. And the whole Sistine Chapel is made out of fresco. And after making like a tile of fresco, uh, like a four by six (laughs) inches, we would just like to say that Michelangelo was one talented (laughs) man for making an entire ceiling out of fresco. I could barely paint a freaking flower on that thing. It was so hard to paint on the concrete whatever, you know, the fresco material. If you press too hard, uh, you would make a dent in it. If uh, you press too lightly, you wouldn't get any color on it. It it was just like so... And then the color dried like a hundred times lighter than you thought it was going to be. So you have to make your things super duper duper dark. Because, like, I made this really cool landscape, and it had a really cute castle in it, uh, because there were castles, like, all over the Italian countryside. The place was pretty much a mix of Renaissance and medieval time. Uh, All of Italy was pretty much just a uh, walking time machine. Uh, Yeah, you, you called it a walking museum. I liked that term you used. Yeah. Uh, So... Uh, you know, I decided to make a little landscape of like the things we saw for the past four hours. <laughs> and then, uh, and how did that turn out for you? Uh, the well, it still looks okay, uh, but uh, it dries super light, and the castle looks like I just kind of like threw <laughs> something on the <laughs> canvas. It, yeah, it doesn't look, it looks like a little um, square. Of we're not light even going to talk about the quote unquote houses that I drew because they ended up being orange blobs. But you know what? Who loved it? My grandma, because she loves literally right. everything I do. <laughs> that is correct. So, you know, it, it all worked out. Somebody really appreciated that. <laughs> Um, okay, so if we did do the fresco that morning, then we did, in fact, go to, like, the center of Florence that day. 
and yeah, we, we went to the uh, apple and yeah the florence there. cathedral um it was like the cathedral of santa maria um what else did we see the basilica of santa cross uh, uh i think the most uh important things i don't know if that's what i want uh the statues everywhere in florence um there was a statue of a greek god i don't remember what it was uh but he had like he just looked cool i don't know uh we saw a replica of david and mom would you like to tell the story of david our tour guide told us um well i'll make it very brief but uh so the statue was made of David, of David and Goliath. And uh, the artist that created the statue had specifically chosen the stone. What? It was Michelangelo. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I don't think I even realized that. Anyway, okay, so Michelangelo picked the stone Wait. from the very... Yes. I don't know. I might be giving you false information. Okay. Continue. Anyway, the statue of David um, from David and Goliath, th whoever the artist was, uh, was chosen from this block of marble that was in the yeah, far Michael corner. <laughs> Continue. And uh, it was a piece of unused material that nobody else wanted. It had been back in this corner for years and years. And that is specifically why he chose it because it was a smaller block um, which nobody else thought could be used for a regular size statue. But remember, David was smaller than most men, so he felt like it was a perfect way to represent him and um, carve a piece out of that one because it was unused and disliked and discarded, kind of like David felt, and the size was smaller than everyone else, like David was. And that's why he chose that piece to create that sculpture out of. And then the priest people laughed in his face. Yes, the first set of people he showed it to laughed and were like, what is this? Did you give us a statue of a boy to put in this cathedral? Like, what, what are you doing? And Not only that, but a nude boy. I'm sorry, it wasn't church. a cathedral. Well, they had nude people in the church. No, that was like the first. Michelangelo pretty much paved the way with nudity. Okay, well, anyway, um, and it wasn't a um, basilica. I think I just called it a basilica. That was the Palazzo Vecchio. Vecchio? Yes. Palazzo Vecchio. Okay. It's where yeah, it's located at. You're welcome. In case you want to look that up. Um, anyway, that, that little uh, town and stuff was pretty cool. And they had uh, these cool... Um, bridges and stuff on the water, pretty views of the city. Um, I had a really good panini for lunch there that was delicious. We had some gelato there that was delicious. We also, um, what was that thing? Gelato is good. Um, there was some, it looks like a boar, but there was something that was, you were supposed to like rub this pig's nose in the middle of the city oh, yeah. for good luck. I don't it know what that thing was called. Luck. Oh, yeah. You want to tell them what happened to you? Was that after uh, that? Yes. Uh, both. Okay. So mom and I got lost in Florence twice. The first time was my fault. Because lost is to... kind of a stretch there. We just, uh, 
we did something outside of the rest of the group and then we were going to meet them again and it took us a few minutes to find them. So yeah, let okay. me just define Whatever. lost in that way for you. Yeah, uh, so uh, I was trying to look for a uh, rugby shirt and I went into a shop that I thought would have them and they did not have it. And so we went out, but then we didn't see our group and we had to figure out how to find them uh, with like no Wi-Fi. Uh, and then we reunited and had some really freaking big Reunited and it feels so good. Uh, and I'm then sorry, we needed uh, some, you know, cash. And uh, so we got that exchange and then our group was gone again. Uh, so, you know, we had to find them again. Yeah, we had and, to get some euros and then everyone left us. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. And then we uh, were just kind of chilling in what was that place called with all the statues of famous people? It was a um, museum. Was it the Gates of Paradise? Is that what that place was? I, I had like 12 know. different statues and stuff there. There were definitely more than 12. Um, no, the one outside? Uh, no, not outside. The, oh, okay. Well, then I'm talking about a different one. Thing. Uh, so we were all just chilling in there, and then a bird pooped on my shoulder. Yes, so you definitely got good luck from the boar, I think. Because it's also supposed to be I good luck for a bird to poop on you. So, see, you should have had plenty of good luck. Okay, if that's what you want to call <laughs> luck, darling. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go with that. Okay. okay. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to say about Florence before I geeked out? Um, no, it was just very cool. I liked Florence. Okay, so... Back to that show I was talking about earlier, Home Game. Uh, so, it like I said earlier, it showcases uh, all these sports from places. And the first episode um, is in Florence. Uh, I'm not going to try and pronounce the name of the game. I think it's Calcio Stroco. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and... Uh, it's pretty much just rugby, but uh, you can fight people, like literally fist fight people. Uh, and uh, I was really interested in the history of that uh, after watching uh, it on Netflix. It only happens once a year because it's so violent. Um, and we saw them setting up for the tournament yeah, we did. Yeah. They were I, setting up the stands and stuff, and we were like, what's that? And then they said it, and Elle was like, oh, my, oh my gosh, I know, I know everything about that. Let me just go ahead and tell you literally everything. Like, even our tours, I didn't know uh, a whole lot about it, and I was just, ah, so cool. Um, okay, I guess that wasn't the end of Florence, because uh, our bus driver drove us up to this place. Uh, that just overlooked Florence, and uh, it was really pretty to see Florence at sunset. Uh, I like Florence. I don't think Florence liked me, given <laughs> the getting lost and bird pooping. Yeah, Florence was cool, and the place we stayed at was really cool there. Um, it was Hotel Manzoni. It was really cool. You um, had the most Italian wake-up ever. 
Uh, that's what I was going to say. And so uh, the room that I was in, it had a little courtyard with like other, um, you know, I don't know if they were hotels, but hotels, apartments, something. Um, but it just looks like little apartments all around you with um, some trees in the middle of the courtyard. And when I got up that morning, uh, there was a Italian man singing. You could just hear his voice coming through the courtyard. And it was so cool. And I was so mad at myself. I'm like, why did I not record that? That would have been such a cool memory to capture. I mean, I have the memory, but it would have been cool if I would have actually recorded it. And yeah. um, with this cute little view of the courtyard, it was just so Italian. It was amazing. <laughs> All right. Out to Rome. Yay. All right. Rome was really cool. Uh, if everything else was a, uh, a museum, uh, this was a time machine. Because oh, yeah. literally, uh, we learned they could not uh, build a subway system because if they tried digging, they would find something. They would find some form of ruins and it made it impossible <laughs> to build a subway system because of all the ruins just everywhere. Uh, like, yes, and this was another place that, like, um, so you're like in a totally mm -hmm. normal city and then boom, out of nowhere. You're all of a sudden like back in time. You see the uh, Coliseum. What's the um, the cart the cart race place or whatever? What I don't called? remember what it was called, but it was like for the chariot races. Chariot races. Yeah. yeah, there was it had a name, but I can't think of it right now. But the um, place where the chariot races were at, um, all that stuff was just like in the middle of the city. And not to mention the things that we don't even know what they were. They were just kind of you know parts of the city that just kind of existed and you know we were all chill with it yeah um it was pretty cool i'm trying to think what other things we saw there because there was a lot of other stuff all right we started in the coliseum uh coliseum was pretty neat uh there uh was like uh, what we would call graffiti uh on that they had displayed like uh people while they were waiting to watch the games or you know whatever they decided to watch uh would be people you know animals eating humans or whatever games animals wanna, um, eating humans human or people eating, fighting each other fighting until the humans, death you know you know all those delightful events um <laughs> they would just be carving in their seats uh and uh that was surprising to me because like i guess it can tell history like i don't know what uh today's gra graffiti would do to support history but like uh you know it's just neat to think that it lasts so long uh like uh someone literally drew a lion and now uh a bunch of thousand years later it's on display for everyone who visits the coliseum to see but yeah they were basically saying this was graffiti that people had drawn and this is one of the ways we knew what happened in the coliseum like if it wasn't for this graffiti that was drawn on there we may not have known the different specifics of what happened so just kind of crazy to think that graffiti is what 
is uh, teaching us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, they showed us a bathroom where gladiators made friends with each other. <laughs> yeah, it was basically just like a long uh, trough and you all went to the bathroom in this long opening in the ground. Yep. Um, they also showed us the little area like, uh, well, it's just like open in the Coliseum that uh, where all the gladiators got ready and were held like underneath where the action actually took place. Um, they also out in like the lobby area, I guess you would call it the atrium area. Um, they had these slabs of stones that were once the seats and they literally had stamped them with people's names to show you whose seats they were. So yeah. instead of like rich handing people. out, yeah, instead of like handing out tickets or people buying tickets, like you bought these seats and they literally, um, not a stamp, but like imprinted into the stone, those people's and it was names. Until you died then your name was like kind of marked through out, yeah I like guess. scratched through yeah and replaced with the next rich person yeah. um okay the forms were uh just us walking around in ancient rome uh i can't really describe a whole lot of it because like that's mostly what it was you just kind of looked over to places and saw how Romans lived their life, you know, just casually like we do every day. And it was neat. Uh, we there was lots of uh, super cool things throughout the town too, though. What were you going to talk about? Uh, Caesar's grave. Uh, so that is uh, there and there are flowers and coins all over it. Uh, there are also cigarette buds because, uh, as we all know, uh, Julius Caesar smoked and he we loved. Do, what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, that was neat. Yeah, also, that was cool. Also, the ashes of, are apparently missing. No one knows what happened, but uh, his ashes just ain't there. Correct. They have disappeared, even though he has that tomb for them. There are actually no ashes in the tomb because they gone. Yeah. Um, there was some other really cool stuff that when you, like she said, you're just like walking around. There's just stuff like everywhere. Um, there was the Temple of Antonius, um, the Piazza di Spagna that was super cool. Oh, the Trevi Fountain. Remember that fountain, L that was like huge? Oh, yeah. It was all in front of that whole building. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, oh, the Spanish steps. We made it over. That was, I think the, those Trevi are Fountain. all, those are all the next day, I believe. Are you oh, sure? No, no, I don't. No, yeah, I'm I getting that the same day. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I was um, thinking of the day we went to the Vatican. I think the Trevi fountain was like, um, pretty much at the bottom of like the, uh, Spanish steps because then we kept walking through that courtyard and then our tour guide was very mean to us. And she was like, do you guys want to walk up those steps right there, the Spanish steps? And we were all like, no, we've been walking all day, you know, touring the Coliseum, walking all over the place. And she's like, oh, um, I didn't mean to phrase that like a question because we actually have to go up the Spanish steps. But they really weren't too bad. How no. many steps was it? 130 something. Yeah, she made us all guess how many there was, but it, it really wasn't as bad as we thought it yeah. was going to be. So um, okay. I would like to talk about the fountains because 
they had fresh water and we literally could fill our water bottles up in them. And, yes. Uh, that was really exciting. Yeah, that was super cool. It makes me think like we're near Kansas City and that's supposedly Fountain City. Why don't we get uh, any like, why don't we get any uh, water fountains that are actually fountains? Yeah, well, we don't have the same duct system they do, but it'd be really cool mm -hmm. if we did and if it had fresh water literally coming out of our fountains. That yeah. would be super cool. Um, one of the other things we don't really talk about, but I'm going to bring it up right now since you're talking about water. Uh, there was not a whole lot of water to be had, and oh, you yeah. did have to pay for your bottles of water and stuff in um in the whole trip that we were on, you didn't just get like free water like you do here in America. And then um, the bathrooms, most of them you had to pay for anywhere from uh, 50 cents in euros to uh, $2 in euros. Uh, um, also, ladies, uh, you don't need a toilet seat. You just, you're fine. You can yeah, just... you're pretty spoiled here in America with uh, things like free bathrooms and uh, toilet seats, you know, just so you know. Oh, and water. Uh, so, like, I guess people just aren't supposed to be hydrated or pee over there because bathrooms and <laughs> water in general were just inaccessible. Yeah, pretty hard to come by, which is kind of uh, funny when you're on like walking tours for hours and hours upon each oh, day. But that also reminds me, I don't know why that reminds me, but uh, they hate credit cards. Huh? Oh, Thank no, you. that's just the vendors that has. Yeah, that that's just all mm -hmm. vendors. Actually, I, I a lot of the restaurants also. That was like, because we had 12 people in our party and they didn't want to do 12 different credit cards. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so this day we did end up going to the Vatican, but like on our way there, we went through the Piazza Navona, uh, the Piazza del Popolo, which was another really cool fountain. Oh, no. I guess now is the opportunity to talk about it. Well, so, uh, they're kind of obsessed with wieners over there. <laughs> uh, well, we kind of already brought the nudity thing up, but yes, yeah. the, the fountains. That's why you're saying that because all the fountains. No, I'm talking about the merchandise stores. Uh, uh, so, we went to this one store where I finally got a rugby shirt. Hold on, I need to see. Are you? Wow. Bless you. Thank you. Um, so uh, they had lighters with David's uh, <laughs> on it. Uh, they had a calendar of uh, wieners, uh, and it was absolutely traumatizing. Uh, it's just you you know once you're there for a while it's just you realize it's part of the culture it's it's okay it wasn't really that big of a deal for me it was okay all right let's move on so um <laughs> another one of the fountains we saw i don't remember the name okay. of it Silence. but remember that one that had the four rivers was it uh, the four yeah. rivers yeah. yeah what was that fountain called do you remember no i don't either <laughs> um anyway that was pretty cool um doo -doo -doo -doo. Yeah, let's I don't talk remember. about the vatican okay hold on wait there's other cool places though too um oh, okay 
the Piazza della Rotonda. That was a pretty cool place. Uh, the Pantheon. We went to the Pantheon oh, yeah. on the way there. Um, that was pretty cool. Uh, we saw St. Angelo Castle, um, which was, we didn't actually get super close to it. We just kind of walked um, on a street that there was a bridge to the castle and we took some pictures in front of it because it was a castle. So who doesn't like cool. a castle? Yeah, pretty cool. Oh, there was a lot of street vendors in this area and not just vendors, but like musicians. So that was kind of cool. The there musicians was a lot of were cool. No one liked the vendors because uh, one of them came up to my mom and uh gave her a rose and uh then he was like money money uh he said coin coin oh okay yeah but he literally put it like he tried several times to shove it into my hand and then he actually put it like in my elbow basically and then asked for money yeah but you uh, know and a lot of them will just kind of get like right up next to you and uh like try and put the thing in your face and it's just it's a lot yes it is all right so then uh we went by saint peter's basilica and then we made it to vatican city right yeah yep yes so all of this was like walking towards vatican um city which was insane if you thought the louvre was crazy the vatican was pretty Vatican, it, it's apparently literally its own country, apparently. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called I the city of Vatican, but it's its own country. Yeah, I did not know that, but our tour guide was like, oh, no, that's that's its own country. So. Yeah, um, and that place was, I mean, just in itself was just amazing. Just the artwork in there, the tapestries on the wall, the frescoes that they had um they had this one really cool tapestry where jesus was uh resurrected and coming out of his tomb and his eyes were like it's one of those things where his eyes were painted in a way that when you were walking down the hall it looked like his eyes were following you also this ceiling uh they made it look like the there were like statues or something you know like coming out of the wall but like they were all just painted and insane i believe they were frescoes too which makes it even more yeah what they were yeah um there was also this really cool i think it was a tapestry too uh of um caesar being killed and all of these groups of people just like with weapons in their hands and stuff just kind of basically beating on caesar um that was kind of an interesting depiction uh and then of course there was this, uh, I shouldn't say of course, because we're not there yet. Um, then there was this area, I don't remember what this painting was, but they were talking about how the artist um, was upset with the person who asked them to do the painting and like Mom, the I person that paid them. Story. Yes, you go. I, okay, so in the Sistine Chapel, there's a little corner. No, that's not what I'm talking oh. about. Wait, then. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Sorry. I thought you were talking. That's about okay. I'll let you tell that story when we get to the Sistine yeah. Chapel. Sorry. But this okay. is just before the Sistine Chapel. Okay. Um, so there was this other uh, picture of somebody being baptized. And the artist didn't, I can't remember if he didn't pay him very much money or what it was. But the he guy was who rude. was paying him for the picture, okay, he was rude. Yeah. 
the artist did not like him. He was very upset with him, but he had to put him in the painting because that was part of, you know, what he had paid for and stuff. So he has like hundreds of people in this painting that he painted and he sticks the guy that he had to pay for the painting over in the very far corner. And all you can see is like his head, like back behind these crowds of people. And I just thought it was hilarious that he specifically put him back in the corner, but he was like, yep, you're in the picture, you know, just like I promise you, you would be. Um, they had some super cool, before you get to the Sistine Chapel again, like um, this just ornate ceilings in the St. Peter's um, Basilica area, I think that's what it's called, um, that were super cool. They had this one wall that, I'm not gonna remember this correctly either, but they, every um, like, 20 years or something like that they knock down this wall and it's a holy area that you can walk through and they oh, leave yeah. it open for a year and then they rebuild they reconcrete this area of the wall and leave it up for another i'm saying 20 years but i don't remember if it was 20 25 <laughs> yeah. i don't remember the exact number it was a long period of time but then they uh you know every x amount of time they knock this down and they allow people to walk through this holy area um that was kind of cool um we came on a wednesday so the pope had been there that morning uh we obviously did not see the pope uh but uh when some of our group members bought a uh you know like rosary or did it i think they all just bought rosaries um and, some bracelets uh, and other jewelry but yeah oh anyway. yeah okay uh they were asked if they wanted it to be blessed by the Pope. And uh, so some of them said yes. And there was like no additional charge. And I thought that was cool. And then they actually took the jewelry and we didn't get it for uh, several hours later. And they delivered it to the restaurant that we were having dinner at uh, with a little note with it saying that it had indeed been blessed by the Pope. So that was kind of yeah. cool. Uh, I would also like to talk about throne that was in the basilica um it was uh made of like gold and all this stuff and it was supposedly for the pope but i cannot see the pope sitting on it uh i can only see jesus <laughs> sitting on it uh because it's just that heavenly it's got like angels all around it there's just uh so much light illuminating it and it's gorgeous Yes, indeed. And then, of course, we saw the Sistine Chapel and you I didn't realize that you couldn't take any pictures in there or anything no, um, or videos and you have to be silent. Yes, it was incredible. And you want to talk about the serpent thing? <laughs> OK, so I learned this story. Um, so uh, Michelangelo, you know, he liked to draw a lot of nudity and a lot of the church people didn't like that. And this one guy in particular was being really critical uh so when michelangelo did the sistine chapel uh he had a little part of it that was depicting hell and so he drew the guy that was criticizing him in hell naked uh with a snake biting off his uh, male's parts i had no knowledge of this um information until my daughter let me know. And then uh, we actually walked up to that corner and saw that, yes, that was literally what was happening. So <laughs> quite interesting. Thanks, James. 
uh, okay, so uh, aside from the uh, petty Michelangelo serpent thing, uh, the Sistine Chapel was really cool. And uh, I, I liked looking up and seeing all these stories from the Bible that I knew and, uh, you know, just uh, seeing Michelangelo's interpretation of these people and uh, these events. And it was uh, really cool. Uh, yeah, and it was also, And it was also breathtaking that he did it on fresco. How the heck did he do it on fresco? <laughs> Seriously, I don't even understand. I cannot even fathom. I, yeah, no yeah. comprehension there. Yep. Okay, uh, let's move on to the next day. Uh, we went to the last day. Yep. It's the second to last day, I think. Oh. Um, oh, no. Yeah, you're right. We went to Pompeii. Yeah. Uh, Pompeii was insane because there was just ruins everywhere. Like, once you got it to the ruins, you just, everywhere you looked for, you know, as far as you could see, there's just ruined. ruined city. Like, yeah. okay. Uh, Rome is like if a wormhole opened and modern was mixed with ancient. Pompeii was entirely ancient. Yes, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it was just, uh, you know, stairways up to nothing because there was no second levels of anything. It had all been destroyed by the ash. Uh, we learned that the ash from uh, Mount Vesuvius went up to 20 miles up in the air. Is that what it was, Elle? It was something yes. crazy. For hours. Uh, yeah, for hours. Um, one cool thing they had uh, there was the... Um, uh, I almost called it a coliseum. Um, what was the little? Uh, that little just stadium. I know. I can't come up with words now. Um, they had concerts there. Amphitheater. Okay. There was yeah, like okay. this little amphitheater thing. <laughs> I don't know why my brain's dead. Um, anyway, uh, okay. they had this little amphitheater thing. And it was kind of cool because surrounding it, just like we do now, like with concessions and stuff like that, there were these streets that surrounded the amphitheater where they had these um, stone pots that they would cook things. And then they had vendor um, buildings kind of set up all along the streets surrounding it. And it was just cool to see that that was something that um, was set up way back then. And now we kind of still use that setup today so that was kind of interesting to me all right i've talked about most of the dirty stuff i want you to talk about the brothels <laughs> okay so another thing they uh taught us a lot about in pompeii was literally in the stone streets that you're walking on you would see um penises <laughs> i was trying to say that in a better way anyway <laughs> You would see penises directing you towards which way the uh, basically the brothels were located. And not only were they in the streets and the penis was uh, pointing towards the direction you should go to get there, they would also be up on the stone walls and they would be pointing you towards the direction that you needed to go. Then when you got to uh, said brothel, there was basically like a menu on the wall. Um, there was different... Uh, paintings on the wall showing you the different things that each woman would do. And it was uh, basically just room after room after room. There was probably like 
16 rooms in this little place, like eight on each side. And there was pictures above each room of what each person would do. Um, yeah, so that was uh, quite interesting. But they kept reminding us that this was before um, Christ and before um, people saw these things as a sin um, and, you know, stuff like that. It was just another... He, he kept referencing it as kind of like a restaurant, like there's a menu on the wall and people would greet you and ask you what you'd like. And then you would just go and get whatever you like. Like it was not a big deal to them. And that's why it's part of their history as that, because it's just the way it was. All righty. Uh, can we move on to Capri? Um, well, well, hold on. So, so that night we went to our hotel, which was my favorite hotel. So yes, I just have to mention that really quick. The, um, now I'm not going to remember what it's called. Panorama Palace. Yep. Um, it was super beautiful on the Mediterranean Sea, black sand beach down below us. When I say we on the sea, go it on was the really beach. like up on the cliff side, but, um, yeah, really, really cool. Um, just neat little place that we didn't know was going to be exactly like that. Okay, now we're on the last day, right? Yep. Okay, go for it. So we went to the island of Capri and we took a boat tour around the island uh, and just saw it was just mostly pretty. That Capri was just pretty, the end. There wasn't a whole lot of history but it made up for it in its beauty because uh, like just in the tropical air, it felt really good. Yeah, agreed. It was just really beautiful there. Um, I did not enjoy the ferry ride there because it was very rocky and it was giving me motion sickness. No, it was literally like a speedboat, uh, <laughs> but it was a ferry. And I was like, this ain't a speedboat. You're getting all my people sick. What's the haydale? Yeah, usually um, ferries for me are pretty smooth. This one was not. It was pretty rocky. I had to just kind of get in a zen area in my life and block it out along with some bonine, which is kind of like Dramamine, um, and, you know, get over that. And then as soon as we got to the island of Capri, it was time for a 45-minute boat ride around the island. Yay. I was like, are you serious right now? Because that boat ride was okay for me because <laughs> it was actually a, it was actually like a speedboat. You had the wind blowing in your hair so you could like breathe. Okay. So once we got out funny. to, um, the first corner, where there was some um, sculpture of this lady basically greeting you to the island of Capri. Once we got out to there, I was fine, but the ride out to there for the first probably 10 minutes or so, that was super choppy as well. But the water there was gorgeous, like just crystal blue, and you can see straight through it, just absolutely beautiful. Um, and when we came back from that, we took this little trolley thing. I don't know what it was called, but this little... Oh, yeah, uh, that thing. Yeah, that goes up the side of the mountain, basically. Um, and took that up the side of the mountain and went up to a bunch of beautiful gardens. And there was tons of cologne and perfume places there because I guess there's hundreds of flowers on this island. Um, there's also tons of lemons, um, the Frigili rocks, Frigilioni rocks um, that are used in lots of logos and stuff they were telling us. 
Um, so like Elle said, it was just, oh, I forgot to say, we got to go through on that boat ride, the small boat ride around the island, we got to go through the middle of the- Oh yeah. What, the rocks the that I can't rock. say the name of. Yes. Um, so that was really cool. So that was just really beautiful last day. Yep. So amazing trip, trip of a lifetime. I got to do it with my daughter. I got to do it with my mother and my best friend. Yes, it was so amazing. And we had the best time. And we just wanted to share it with you guys. So I hope and, we didn't talk your ear off. Uh, personally, I made a lot of friends. Um, and made, we made memories that are going to last the rest of our life. Uh, we're never going to eat Italian food the same again. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I loved it. And uh, I just, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it too. And I think it's so cool that we both liked different things. And I'm sure yeah. everybody on the trip had different uh, pieces they liked and um, had their own personal experiences too. And I'm so glad I got to share that with you. And I'm so glad that we got to share it with everybody on Two C's with a pod. Thank you for checking in with us today, and you have a lovely week. Yep. Bye-bye.